This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Like you didn't get enough of the farty trumpet. We give you more. Welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns. We're two <laughs> leprechauns. Leprechauns. <laughs> Glamazons and Leprechauns. Where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I'm the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I'm the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. And today we're talking about something that is quite relevant, ubiquitous, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that is cancel culture, but not just cancel culture, but we ponder the question, can you separate the art from the artist? Because if you cannot, that often leads to cancel culture. So I wanted to talk about both of those things since, um, you know, if you dare say the wrong thing in society, whether you're, you know, a celebrity or not. You know, just within your own discourse community, you will be shunned, outed, and witch hunted, and tried, and the sent. teacher is definitely going to be <laughs> told about your behaviors, right? And to to what end? To mm-hmm. what end? And, and what what's the purpose is this going to have on us moving forward? Exactly, because mm-hmm. uh, I mm-hmm. said something smart and important. You did. So did I. <laughs> That's because I'm not stoned yet. So. Let's just take a um, a trip down memory lane here that the phrase cancel culture um, became popular around 2017 with the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. And as we started to find out about, you know, people like Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and Bill Cosby mm-hmm. or Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we could even say, if you remember, Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm. who appeared with that. Um, the uh, the orange yes. head of a member of uh, <laughs> the political public. Yes. Be- beheaded. Mm-hmm. And she was canceled. Mm-hmm. Remember, she would do the, um, the New Year's Eve special with Anderson Cooper or like hosted by Ryan Seacrest. She lost that gig. Right. She lost a bunch of other gigs. So all of this was happening at around the same time. Right. So that's sort of when it happened. And at first it sort of made sense. Like, hey, now we're going to hold, especially the sexual predators. Yes. Accountable publicly for naughty things that they've done over right. the years and gotten away with it. T- typically it had to do with men in, in powerful positions. Sure. Taking advantage of women, but not always women, sometimes men too. That really had no choice or felt like they couldn't go anywhere or complain. Right. Um, because they'd just be, you know, shunned or poo-pooed or told that their feelings don't matter. You so, know, and I, I think that is how the idea of cancel culture can be beneficial. Because it is exposing these acts of sexual abuse of power and racism and all sorts of things. It's bringing it to light in a way and that kind of helps drive it out of ourselves personally it does make us in a sense accountable in our personal life for the things that we say and do when we see others yes however for this however and as as i will demonstrate Mm -hmm. it is not always positive because sometimes the people who do it see themselves as doing no wrong right there is a lot of narcissism in there there's a lot of white saviorism Mm, yes in there and again, it comes down to the old saying, people who throw stones. Right. Um, Shouldn't live in glass houses. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They should also not be nudists. <laughs> Only at your house. Well, I'm just saying in the glass houses. In if you got a regular houses, house, yes. go ahead and be a nudist. Just like, pull your shades. Who are you to complain? Mm-hmm. And so, yes, there's that as well. But I, I, I think... The positive spin is rooting that out, but I do believe there there can be a very negative spin to this fervor to examine every little thing 
that someone in the public eye has done with their past, taking that magnifying glass to their lives. It, it can be problematic. Oh, God, please don't ever take a magnifying glass to my past. <laughs> right. Are, can you ever redeem yourself? Can you ever be redeemed? Can you? Yeah, that's an excellent you know, question. And if, Is if, redemption possible? If you did something like that, would you want to be redeemed? And, and the other question is when it comes down to just things that you say versus something as serious as like Bill Cosbying someone. Right. Right. If you are just saying something, you know. Words are wind, but date rape is forever. Okay, you know? so case in point, case in point, we will say like one, the most recent incident of cancel culture that sort of received widespread attention as of late mm-hmm. was the cancellation of star Gina Carano from Mandalorian. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. So this happened a, a couple of weeks ago. And among other things, um, primarily she said something basically equating that Republicans today, um, being a Republican today is the same as being a Jew during the Holocaust. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Maybe not quite the same. (laughs) Yeah, not quite the same. However, does something like that warrant you being fired from your job? If you say it publicly Mm. now, and and let's add, let's add this layer onto it. You work for Disney, mm-hmm. okay? So you essentially work for Disney, very family-friendly, widely known, one of the most popular brands, mm-hmm. widely known brands in the world. And it, as with any job, you are an ambassador of that company when you go out in the public eye, if mm-hmm. you are, well, celib- or, or anywhere. You know, I recall having to sign st- stuff that, and I'm not a celebrity by any means. Mm-hmm. But when I worked at the phone company, that when you go certain places or do certain things or post on the internet, you have to, you know, either if you're going to mention the company right, or anything like that, or they know that you're a part of the company, then you have to act a certain way. So, you, you know, there is a standard. Yes. Right? Um, so you should know that already, that you maybe shouldn't say anything that might put your career... In Jeopardy. So then are we punishing her for being stupid? I think so, because yeah. you can't say, oh, it's free speech on one hand and then punish these people just for saying something stupid on the other hand. Well, free speech doesn't absolve you of the consequences. Free Freedom of speech just says that you can the government it. can't lock you up for being... Being an idiot. Well, you know, for the things... You, I was going to say being an asshole, but the thing, saying things that don't align with what their ideals are. You know, so to go a step further, not only did did um, she get dropped from Mandalorian and and Disney has no plans to rehire her for Uh any future Star Wars or anything else. Her agency, UTA, who is also the agency for like Johnny Depp and Gwyneth Paltrow and some other big Hollywood names also dropped her because I guess. And your own agency doesn't want to be associated as aligning themselves with people sure. who, uh, I don't know. You know, I think the interesting things. thing is that we are leading celebrities into um, something that to me is very reminiscent of early Hollywood when the studios had such tight control over the stars. Um, as far as the, the public image that they were meant to project and the cleanup crews that used to go in and keep them out of trouble. It's, it, it is, mm-hmm. in a weird way, it is reflective of that. That's a good point. Being in the public eye, in that type of celebrity, uh, get ready to get rid of your free time, you know, get ready to get rid of uh, anything that is you. You are, but your image is tightly controlled, not just on the screen, but off of the screen as well. So... The trend of cancel culture, as um, many sources will report, is particularly popular among the Gen Zers and the Millennials. What do you think is the reason for that? You know, our generation didn't care so much about it. Well, I'm probably going to say something that's going to get me canceled. (laughs) Um, Right? And this is just personal opinion, of course, and has no reflection on the podcast, blah, 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 blah. Um, 
Right. And it's going to sound kind of mean, but I do think that between the millennials and the Gen Zers, I kind of consider them a generation of tattletales. That's what it bit. comes across to me. I'm like, really? A little bit. You got to run and tell and get people in trouble. And it's like they like ripping people down by tattletelling. Yes. I don't know. In my gen, I'm sorry, I'm old. I'm Gen X. It was just like, whatever. That's how I approach everything. The famous, They're being shitty. Okay, well, I'm not going to hang out with them. You know, the I would say the, the famous example, I think, of our generation as far as cancel culture had to deal with Bill Clinton and Monica, the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Right, which I, I found very stupid because, like, if I was president, oh, people would be doing so much worse with me. Oh, they'd be sucking more than my dick. What That's if, for damn sure. Oh, if you were the president. If I like, were the president, I would have the halls lined with sexy interns. Nothing would get done. I'd be banging my brains out the whole time. You can't give a little person power. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fucked anything that walked. Oh, my goodness, Rochelle. <laughs> Mental note, don't elect me to any official position. <laughs> Probably not. I would have done drugs in the White House that... It would have made Willie Nelson blush. I can tell you that right now. But I think, you know, even though they, they impeached him for that, I mean, we've seen so much worse behavior from people in those positions since right. then. Nothing happens, but that's a but whole other story. Caught. But he got caught lying about it was mm-hmm. the point. He lied about a blowjob, basically. And I was just like, oh, he, you know, he's dirty. <laughs> what I do remember specifically what I didn't like, because I honestly, I didn't blame him for doing that. I didn't blame her for doing that um he wasn't a, an ugly guy and people are drawn to people in positions of power what really kind of upset me is i felt like all of the jokes kept zeroing in on her that's right and i'm like well where are the jokes about him sure they both had a hand in it you know he should have known better but i don't know like i said if i was the president i would have done so much worse to so many people on the topic of Monica Lewinsky because you would think after all that that she would come forward and say you know me too right Mm -hmm. but but no but no no now she came out and talked about it yep that he you know they call it the Lewinsky scandal but he Bill Clinton yes he abused his power but she will um come forward and say that it was a it was mutual Mm -hmm. okay i watched an interview with her uh that was done much later oh my god she's aged so well she has she is i was just looking at a picture of lady oh my god i was Mm -hmm. like wow she looks fantastic um which i get is irrelevant but she did say it was mutual and i i've personally really respected her for that yeah all of her issues came you know after after that happened, she was mocked and vilified in the press, mm-hmm. etc. Called called a tramp and things like that. But wasn't one that nowadays would be like, oh, you know, Louis C.K. You know, diddled in front of me. Oh, he and asked now I'm a victim. In front of me. I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm not. This isn't an episode about victim shaming. No, no, because I know. However, however, after doing some reading. Um, some various New York Times articles, etc. It there is actually a class that someone teaches at one of the colleges on council culture, and that it actually does victims wrong because when you see the shit start to roll downhill from coming forward, mm-hmm. let's say with Anthony Rapp um, outing Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. for cornering him in a bedroom when he was fourteen at an after theater party, got what gay guy hasn't done that? I'm sorry, I've seen that. Well, myself, but, but, um, <laughs> here's the thing. When I initially heard that, mm-hmm. my first thought as a mom was he was how old? He was how old? And what was where he were doing? his parents? Right. What was he Which doing? Which I realize party? is a bit of victim shaming. It is a bit. So, but with that said, um, as I said, the particular New York Times article I was reading mm-hmm. talks about how when other victims, it, it doesn't empower under, other victims to come forward when you see everything that happened to him that might have been too much. And when I say him, I mean Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. because not only did well, he get canceled from Netflix, uh, the Netflix show mm-hmm. House of Cards, but because House of Cards then got canceled, 
all of those people lost their jobs. Right. So is it worth coming forward if, you know, you weren't even, you were attempted, you know, there, there weren't any clothes even taken off. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Are you going to come forward if there's a potential that all of this other shit can roll downhill? Is that outweighs any actual damage of something that might have happened to you because someone was acting inappropriately 30 years ago? Well, and, and so yeah. the, the point of, of that research is that um, toxic. It that certainly can be. It, it is toxic. And that type of canceling and in a public way um, is actually damaging to other victims who want to come forward. If you want to do it to the right way. And with that said, Anthony Rapp took three years before he actually, it wasn't until 2020 that he a- actually filed press charges mm-hmm. against Spacey. So, okay. So do it that way. Don't, right. don't, you know, do an article with the advocate talking about this thing that happened and then watch it snowball. If you have something to say, if you are a victim and you want to go that route, then go press charges. Right. Why? What is your point of like doing, you know, don't use social media because yes. that is, that will become a witch hunt. I, I definitely agree with that. And I think <clears throat> that's, that was one of my personal problems with it. There are avenues for justice but i think going to social media first and letting it explode is not necessarily the best thing to do pursue those avenues absolutely i guess it's just something that i can't relate to that um if something were to happen to me i don't think the first place i would go would be social media to talk about it i think if something happened to me the first place i would go would be you know, if it was something really bad, I would absolutely go to the police first. They need to know first. Facebook does not need to know first. No. Obama spoke about this mm-hmm. in an interview when he was still president. And relating to cancel culture, he says, that's not activism. That's not bringing about change. If all you're going to do is cast stones, you're probably not going to get that far. That's easy to do. And I mm-hmm. believe that that's true. I agree with that. But what about you personally? Now, I have to say that personally, I can separate the art from the artist. Um, I honestly don't care if an actor is a jerk. I can still appreciate a performance. I do not want actors and actresses to sexually assault people. I'll put it that way. Yeah, sure. But let's talk a little old school. Yes, uh, you've got the old school. I've got some of the old school examples. And then okay, I'll so let's talk you. about Sean Connery. Oh, publicly yes. stated, he enjoyed smacking a gal, right? <laughs> we laugh Did... just because of the way Rochelle says it, not because smacking women right. is funny. That's not that, cool. I just I do my, just my to, silly just Sean Connery. Clarify. Anyways. Did I allow that to interrupt my enjoyment of his performances in various movies? No. I didn't. I really considered that kind of a personal opinion for him. I made a mental note. If I ever get to meet him and he looks like he's going to smack me, uh, I'll smack him faster. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's go into the Wayback Machine. John Lennon, peace, love, and being a wife beater. Um, He had a horrible, violent temper. He was known for... um, beating his the women in his life he even sang about it in a song what song um no i'm old you can't ask me the name of the song but you know it starts up i used to be cruel to my woman i beat her and kept her apart from the things that she loved he confesses it in a song but nobody canceled the beatles i yeah and but what if they had i'm a huge beatles fan I'm not a John Lennon fan. He was a jerk, but I'm a massive Beatles fan. And I appreciate his contribution to that art. I will still listen to the Beatles. I don't care how much of an asshat he was. As long I do draw the line, like I said, at Diddle and Kitties. That's unacceptable. I would cancel your ass for sure. Okay, so let's talk about that. Obviously, the the white elephant in (laughs) in the room, Michael Jackson. Because well, I'm not a Michael Jackson fan. 
I don't like his music. I mean, maybe some of the old weird disco stuff. Do you have any Michael Jackson on any of your playlists? No, I don't. I don't care for it outside of like the disco stuff. I like that. I do have Michael Jackson on my playlist. And I will still say that Thriller is the best video ever made. Mm -hmm. And I still like to watch the Thriller video. And I can appreciate, you know, him and the music for what it was. Right. Which was really at the time before all the... (laughs) All the shit went crazy. Right. Um, so I, I personally can, but I did watch the documentary about all those terrible things that he did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was, uh, this is all posthumously, you know, he's yes. already deceased. So it's not like you're going to get fired for, 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 from anything. I right? have to admit, though, uh, based on some of the gentleman's statements, I do not doubt their sincerity. There were a couple oh, of absolutely. statements from them that I'm like, oh, they're... Those are corroborated. Yeah, that's not a making up detail. That is not making up. That, no. no. So... I, you know, like I said, this isn't about um, bl- blaming victims here. And right. before that, they there were years and years of um, those individuals and others that mm-hmm. there were reports there were sure. allegations there were reports of the police and authorities so this isn't like all of a sudden i'm i'm in you know an, a 40 year old right. and i'm gonna say oh when i was a kid this happened to me they have been going after you know him for a while for a while it it's was... nothing new so but as far as all the terrible things to that he did his music and appreciate it I will tell you, it is it is tainted now. It is it is tainted mm-hmm. because all no matter what I'm hearing, I do see the image that those those boys describe. Well, they're gentlemen now. Mm-hmm. Described happened to them when they were kids. So I, it's not like oh, I'm going to throw away all my Michael Jackson music. I don't have a lot. I have like a best up. Sure. You know what I mean? Like the songs from Thriller that because that was really that's nostalgia for me. You know, Billie Jean and Beat It and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when I, if I put it on, then, it, and it's not often, but if I put it on, yes, there will be something in the back of my mind that will remember those men describing what happened to them. So can I separate it? Well, I'm going to say yes, because I'm saying, oh, I can't listen to him ever again. It's just destroyed his reputation okay no so i say i can well let's try somebody i would say he's the worst yes that's what i was gonna say let's try somebody whose laundry isn't quite as dirty let's try roman polanski roman polanski statutory rapist Mm -hmm. okay um can you still watch a roman polanski movie and enjoy it Uh, i can i I love rosemary's baby i do love rosemary's baby and i know that's a classic yeah um he did oh another one that i really enjoy that he did and this is after this is after he did ninth gate i really like that movie like was that consensual what the shit that he did see that's questionable right here's the or is it another like man in power it's it's a tricky situation yeah yeah, um yeah absolutely he should not have done it he did sexually assault a 13 year old girl her name was samantha gailey she had been modeling around Jack Nicholson's pool um I believe the day before I when I researched this it said it was about the day before she was doing some modeling around Jack Nicholson's pool that's when Roman Polanski met her and then the sexual assault occurred uh the next day in the evening now I have heard some different things. Her parents were there. Her parents weren't there. There was a level of consent. And then again, there was not. Okay, let me, but let me, what, even or so, were her parents star fuckers? Because that's ha- that happened a lot with, you know, the, the Michael Jackson. I am going to paint the picture that because she was 13, it doesn't even matter. Well, sure. She was far too young. Oh, she was there only she 13. She was 13. Okay, yeah, that's okay. really young. Hey, even if she was begging for it, she's 13. Yeah, okay? I would agree with that. That is a big I didn't fact. Think, no, I didn't no, know she was been. that young. I right. thought it was more like 17. No, 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 13. Close. Oh, no, that's really young. So, yeah, that's young. That's statutory <laughs> right. for so, sure. So but that I does... still like his movies. Yeah. I will still watch his movies. So that, that does make me think of the Michael Jackson thing because if you listen to any of those interviews those boy michael jackson made the boys think that they were in a romantic relationship 
Yes, and, and that and this, this was, was something normal, secret, and fun that we were doing. Right, that they loved each other. Yes, so I can see that you know in the same vein as this, you know, the thirteen-year-old in Roman Polanski. But yeah, no, it's not going to stop me watching Rosemary's Baby. Right. So. So, but I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't point him out in a lineup though. Roman I, Polanski. I probably couldn't. He's point. a squirrely little dude. Well, I mean, she was probably the same height as him. Well, He's speaking little. of squirrely little dudes, I imagine, is Woody Allen on your list? Woody Allen is on my list. Yeah, I know. I like um, Midnight in Paris. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. No, I'm not going to stop watching the Woody Allen movies that I do so, like. That, and here's and the thing. Normally, the, just a side note, those are normally the movies he is not in because I don't particularly care for his brand is, of, of humor of, you know, when he's in it. Is cancel culture possibly destroying future contributions to society Ooh, that's deep that's my biggest concern with the idea of cancel culture and the idea that there is no redemption for past sins well i can tell you what there's a lot of shitty movies out right now so i think it might be affecting well let's let's go back in history even further we're gonna step way back in history let's talk about good old woodrow wilson one of our american presidents total racist butthole right there was a lot of those in our history but Woodrow Wilson was the president when women were given the right to vote he abolished child labor he did some really good stuff if I remember correctly there was one more thing but I don't think I wrote it down however after he had those liberal policies in regards to female and said no more using children to make uh to make products he championed the KKK. He even screened Birth of a Nation at the White House. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty freaking bad. Henry Ford, the inventor of Ford cars. Yeah. Right? People like driving Fords. Not me personally, but that's fine. Um, really kind of got us automobiles, got us on wheels. Um, he was a racist and an anti-Semite. Hitler looked up to him. He thought he was just the bee's knees. When Hitler looks up to you, but had we canceled Henry Ford, where would we be? Answer, Mm -hmm. all driving Chevys, I guess. (laughs) I like Chevys, though. That's a good point. Um, Oh, this one hurt. Rolled doll. Yeah. Yeah. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Willy Wonka. Yeah, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Exactly. Mm -hmm. James and the Giant Peach. BFG. All of these wonderful, delightful, and in my opinion, the very best stories to read to children. Oh gosh. Yeah. So what, what was he it? He cheated on his wife with her best friend. If I remember right, this is also while the wife was undergoing some sort of medical emergency. And he was an anti Semite as well. But we didn't cancel him. No, because no. I think people were a little more I don't want to say liberal back then, but when you did things like that, it wasn't life ending. Um Coco Chanel, anybody like Chanel products? She was a Nazi spy. She fired all the Jews who worked for her. She cost 4,000 people their jobs when she closed a factory. Um, and this was possibly in retali- retaliation um, for a strike where the workers were just trying to get decent wages and uh, lower the number of hours that they were working. Where would we be without Chanel perfume I know. today? Chanel is an icon. Uh, Let's talk Theodore Roosevelt, right? Dude on Rushmore, right? Uh, Started the FDA, put through a lot of environmental protection policies. He started Workman's Comp. He built the Panama Canal. He also believed in the superiority of the Western world and the white man and his ability to go take it, everything for himself. He's like, hell yeah, ride west, take it all away. Really, you know, and then go anywhere you want, white man, and it's yours. Just take it. It's yours. So would we take away all those EPA protections if we canceled him? That's my point. These people were assholes, but they did some really good stuff. Um, The same goes with many um, literary greats. Yes. Classic literature. Here's one for me. You know, I have to bring in the English teacher angle here, but Lewis Carroll. Yes. Of Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass. Famous, famous. Lewis Carroll's real name was um, Charles Dodgson, uh-huh. and Alice in Wonderland was based on Alice Liddell, yes. who was a young girl, and Charles befriended the family. She had two uh-huh. sisters, and as the story goes, they were, you know, 
rowing down a river one day and the girls wanted him to make up a, st- a story. Yeah. So he started making up a story about Alice. But as time went on and there are, there are lots of diary entries, etc., that lead you to believe that he had a romantic thing for her and he was also a photographer and there are yes, some pictures. There are some pictures because real- it all seems pretty innocent until mm-hmm. you see those pictures and then you're like, oh, oh shit, he's a pedophile. Right. Is he is he a pedo? Mm-hmm. You know? Or it wasn't more. But w- no one canceled I don't know. You you know what I'm saying? Where would right. where where would it be? I'm not We're not saying it's okay to no, do we're not these saying things. It's okay. But we're saying nothing But when you cancel in the absolution, you may be stopping greatness it's almost like do you remember when prozac came out i want to say it was in the 80s i read a fascinating article that at that was released at that time and it talked about are we destroying future artists because a lot of artists were sort of had mental anguish issues vincent van gogh oh sure yes had massive mental anguish issues what if we had given him prozac would we have sunflowers would we have Starry Night? No, probably not. You know, are we destroying these things uh, or the possibility of these things? With that said, it there, there was cancel culture in our history. The idea of it is nothing new. And there were artists that were canceled mm-hmm. based on their behavior or things that they did. Things that we would not maybe think of as bad now, like... Oscar Wilde. Yep. Okay. Oscar Wilde was arrested um, after losing a case. He had been um, engaged in an affair with um, another man since 1891. Mm-hmm. So back then you could be found guilty as being homosexual. That's right. It was a crime in it's England. It's bad. It was, it was really bad. So yeah, he was canceled, you can say, mm-hmm. and arrested and sent away. Um you know, luckily his literature lives lives on. Right. But the point is there... When we are so quick to judge and yes. so quick to cancel over very, um, let's say over minor things. Let's classify that actual physically assaulting someone is bad. But... Or putting, yeah, slipping but, them a roofing and raping yeah, them that's, for years. Yeah, that's bad. Not to mention like Bill Cosby was known to be a clean comedian i'm using air quotes here kids clean yeah, like seinfeld yes. yeah no f words clean. squeaky clean my ass right your ass would be after a night with bill cosby oh wow right <laughs> <laughs> no it would not i think uh, but the point is now that i've made that joke and i've made myself laugh i'm sorry that was terrible <laughs> Terrible, terrible. But these people that we give these, we assign these images to, and when they betray us, should Bill Cosby have been canceled? Yeah, I think so. Should Louis C.K. have been canceled? In my mind, not so much. He, he is what I would call a chronic asturbation. He would ask people if he could masturbate in front of them. And, and I do understand he was in a position of power and should not have done that. But and he, he understands. He asked, if, to me, if you, <laughs> if you ask, ask me, if you can masturbate in front of me, my first thing is, what am I going to get out of this? <laughs> and Louis Can C. I take K., pictures and put them on the web? No, I'm yeah. like, oh, he's got some money. I'm getting something out of this. That's just how my mind works. And I do understand that other people don't think that way, that they do feel put into a position to agree or lose their job. You mean like, I'll say yes and then later sue him? You mean knowing he has money? Where you? What do you mean? No, I would make the demand right there and then. Sure, you can masturbate in front of me, but I want this first. But but an exchange of money for sex with prostitution, money, perhaps, I don't know. I kind of thought Louis C.K. was cute, so I'd be like, "Well, you got to do something for me." Buy first. you an ice cream? What do you want? Well, I'd give him something to lick. <laughs> Terrifying! I know. <laughs> All right. So okay. So let's just say that. Oh, you brought up I, a name. I'm I'm about to good. I see you on your, so, your so sheet there. At what point, once again, don't want to blame the victims, but at what point do you find the ability to speak up for yourself? And again, I say if you speak up for yourself, then the first place you should go in speaking up would be the authorities. Correct. Yeah. Not social media. Oh, I would say it not back make to the a person, sur- but you know me, I'm not afraid to say anything to anyone. This is why I have not been employed by the same person for anything more than about, I think my longest streak was seven years when I put two fingers in the air and told them they could go fuck themselves. 
Also, there's something to be said about, let's say you did something that wasn't bad as Bill Cosby, like Louis C.K., and then you come out and apologize for it. If your apology is not deemed sincere enough by the public, you you will be mocked. You will be mocked and canceled further. Case in point of someone who did it correctly enough is Jimmy Fallon. So if you recall, Jimmy Fallon did blackface in 2000, okay? And it didn't really, it wasn't an issue then. But in the Me Too and cancel culture era that we're in in the past few years, dirt was being dug up on celebrities and shit that they had done. And that was one of those things. Hey, we're calling Jimmy Fallon out because you shouldn't have done blackface in 2000. Well, he came out and apologized and showed remorse uh-huh. and willingness to change because he was threatened with being canceled, but he was eventually forgiven uh-huh. because he handled it correctly. Kevin Spacey did not nope. handle it correctly. He absolutely did His not. apology was um, insincere. And in addition, Backhanded. he coupled his apology with an excuse or, or with an opportunity to come out And that really pissed off the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. for therefore equating like sexual perversion and inappropriate behavior with with homosexuality. So that made them look bad. So now you've pissed off that group. Right. So. So you dug the hole even deeper there, Kevin. dug the hole even deeper. And I feel bad. I, you know, and you know, I say I feel bad. These are people like this is their livelihood. And I know some of them have really fucked up. Look, just because Look, Kevin Spacey is a good actor doesn't mean he's a goddamn genius. Exactly. Okay? But again, you might be expecting a, more than he can give. I remember someone <laughs> who who I will call of the, you know, the white savior people on Facebook that were really me too about this and really like pro Anthony rap for coming out. Like, oh, don't don't worry about Kevin. Kevin Spacey's going to be just fine. You know, you don't victim shame and this and that. But the fact is, you shouldn't. I don't think there's a continuum. Mm -hmm. I believe there is a continuum. And you can't put all of these people in one box. No. Because at the end of the day, Kevin Spacey didn't like roofie and rape people. Correct. Like there wasn't even any nudity. Yes, he, he made a... A, a, a blunder like maybe something would have happened and he came on to someone that was young was and he, he handsy shouldn't. He, he shouldn't have may, may, maybe maybe a little handsy but i don't i don't recall the story including any dicks being out i don't recall there being any sodomy like it didn't even go to the roman polanski do you know what i'm saying yeah i see what you're saying and then as you said like you know young boys in new york at a party, unattended. where are your pa- unattended? Where are your parents? And I've seen it firsthand how young boys discovering their sexuality or wanting to be popular or involved will flirt and what have you and give maybe, you know, the older gentlemen, um, you know, play into innuendos. Back in antiquity, when, you know, men wore togas and what have you, mm-hmm. it was quite common to have a young boy on the side. Yes. Wasn't it, was it, wasn't it the Spartans that would do that? I'd, I didn't go into that history wow. for this, but I'm I not saying it's, a, I'm, again, I'm not condoning the behavior. Right. But I'm just saying, well, you can't lump all of these people in a box and then just start pointing fingers at every everything that everyone has done incorrectly because if what is it if there's a if you point a finger it's three fingers pointing back Back at you you. is that how it goes Mm -hmm. and i don't think those individuals i think it depends on which finger you're pointing at (laughs) there you go again (laughs) you need help i do need help talk to your husband about taking care (laughs) but and then okay so look i absolutely agree with what you are saying and i think it's because I don't have a dog in the game, you know. Um, I look at both sides equally. Yep, shouldn't have done that. Yep, shouldn't have done that. Um, I, oddly enough, I tried to Google cancel culture 2020 to see who got canceled last year. Uh, I didn't recognize names. Any of the names. I did recognize Ellen DeGeneres and J.K. Rowling. Oh, yes. And outside of that, that, sadly, I did not recognize any of the names nor the indiscretions yeah someone they someone p 
people try to cancel Ellen. Now, you know all the good work Ellen does, mm-hmm. right? Um, she was a victim of cancel culture. And now, yeah, we're calling them victims. Yes. So it doesn't do any good. It has the opposite effect. But there were allegations that she was mean, uh-huh. um, bad oh, fan interaction. It was difficult to work with yeah, her. Yeah, that her executive producers um, were racist, okay, and um, committing sexual misconduct. So they're going to put all that on her mm-hmm. and try to cancel her. Like she has control over half of that stuff. Well, I'm sorry, but shouldn't working for Ellen DeGeneres on the Ellen DeGeneres show be a difficult job? I, you can't live your life without running into difficulties. Wouldn't what? wouldn't you say that? Nothing mm-hmm. is easy. <laughs> well, some things are easy. I don't know what you mean. Ellen, I, I think... There, when I look at it, I'm look, like, that El- sounds working, like a cool show to be on, right, to be like a showrunner or sure. something. Sure, but are those jobs a dime a dozen, or is that a very select, high-stress job? You're putting out a, a very in-demand product, right? Sure, but I don't think if you are if if you are a person that's committing sexual misconduct on the job, I don't... So where was the report made? Right, exactly. Was it made to the public first? I have a problem with that. That's my point. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with that. And how can you hold Ellen? You know, it might be the first time she's hearing about it. Well, if Ellen DeGeneres if wants to put her hand HR. in my pants, I might have a problem with it. But um, <laughs> right, this isn't even her doing it. But right. But so on why that point, is she on the on the chopping? Because it's yeah. her show. Right. And, and she's responsible for every angle. So you brought up another name, J.K. Rowling. So that yes. was that was last year or the year before, right? Last so year, I believe. So she came out saying some very anti-trans things, right? Wasn't, do you know, didn't do you have it the boil specifics? down to a trans woman is not a woman per J.K. Rowling? Per J.K. Rowling. Now, the woman was almost homeless and now has millions and millions of dollars selling all her books and mm-hmm. what have you. So again, is, is this, this goes back to gina carano's thing are you know free speech and stupidity so what are you going to cancel really not going to buy your books anymore it's really not going to do any good she she already made all her money Mm -hmm. so are people allowed to just say stupid shit i i don't understand what i don't understand it you don't understand where the line is being drawn. Where is the where line? Where am I allowed now, to be again, stupid? Not to say well, that she's not famous dumb. or rich, so I can say all the dumb shit I want. <laughs> yeah, not to say there were a lot of people <laughs> upset. Like I can't, I'm not going to read her books anymore. But you've already read them and you already right. bought them, so I don't understand the point of it. Yes, she said some really shitty things that uh, affected some what people. What did she but say specifically? Oh, I just fat fingered it. A complete it. breakdown. I tried to spell Here her name as J.K. Towley. That you are high. No, I'm not. Not yet. That'll be okay. another episode. So a complete breakdown of the J.K. Rowling transgender comments controversy. This is on Glamour. It just happened to be the mm-hmm. first one that popped up. What did J.K. Rowling say exactly? On June 6, 2020, so this was last year, mm-hmm. Rowling retweeted an op-ed piece that discussed, quote, people who menstruate, apparently taking issue with the fact that the story did not use the word women. People who menstruate, she says, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wumbin, Wimpund, Wumud. She she was, you know, being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. So people who menstruate. Um, so that's what she said. Oh, she didn't. That's even, all she said. Yes. Okay. Be, because in there, she's implicitly saying that only w- women, women menstruate, but she didn't say it explicitly. But by doing that, you've offended a whole trans women community of trans women. That I'm. I think that's reaching a bit. I think it's. I think it's reaching. Too. I think that's and, looking and, to be offended. And if yes, you're looking to, to be, be offended, offended, you will find a way to be offended. Right. Exactly. Um, the initial tweet garnered a lot of backlash. But Rowling did not relent and wrote about her views in more detail. Okay. Okay. What was that so detail? if Let's sex isn't real, there's no same sex attraction. If sex isn't real, the lived reality of women globally is erased. I know and I love trans people, but erasing the concept of sex removes the ability of many to meaningfully discuss their lives. Was it, it isn't hate to speak the truth. The idea that women like me who've been empathetic to trans people for decades feeling kinship because they're vulnerable in the same way as women, i.e. to male violence, hate trans people because they think sex is real and has lived consequences is a nonsense. So I think she's trying to say 
trans women cannot compare themselves to the actual issues that real women have had to deal with with regard to menstruation, with regard to sexual objectification mm-hmm. by men, with regard to well, inequality, with regard to any of those those things. Not to say that trans women haven't dealt with this, their own their own sexual objectification. She continued, I respect every trans person's right to live any way that they feel authentic and comfortable. I'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. Mm-hmm. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. Mm-hmm. I do not believe it's hateful to say so. So I can I can see what she's saying. I can too. And so are we going to cancel her for her opinion? I don't think we should because, and this is just me, I don't think she's wrong. Um, this is what I said. If you have to put the word trans, then, then you are, you are in a way different. That's its own genre. That's it. It is. And it's not a lesser genre. But if you are a trans woman and you are telling me that I'm not allowed to say something like that, I do kind of feel you're wrong. There are aspects that you will never be able to relate to. And I'm not saying that in a way that makes you less of a person or makes your existence any less important. Exactly. And I think she did a good job, Mm -hmm. honestly, trying to, hey, you know, I love, I love all these people. I would march with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's different, I think, a little bit than Gina Carano just coming out and saying, like, being a Republican right now is being like a Jew in the Holocaust. Like, that that's, you know, I can see how that is more. There's a level of insensitivity. (laughs) There there. is a level of insensitivity. You know, she's not coming out and making any sarcasm, J.K. Mm -hmm. Rowling. She's not calling anybody any less. Right. She's not not calling someone the N-word like Michael Richards did. And I do think the reaction to her may have been people looking for a fight. Again, yes. And that is the problem with cancel culture in and of itself. Earlier, I talked about how Obama had spoken out about it. And I found it and I wanted to oh yay, read, um, read the actual line. Okay, so he shared his views on cancel culture at um, the Obama Foundation event. This is in 2019. He, he said, this idea of purity and you're never compromised and you're always politically woke and all that stuff, you should get over that quickly. The world is messy. Mm-hmm. There are ambiguities. People who do really good stuff have flaws. They do. People who you are fighting may love their kids mm-hmm. and share certain things with you. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Right. Um, so th- this is, um, what am I looking at here? There's a, there, again, there's lots of different articles on this because now that it's, um, ubiquitous as I said there's been a lot of like is cancel culture too much let's well, call and now there's yeah. like let's call cancel culture accountability culture now let's not give it another fucking nomenclature right. just stop so here's it, my thing okay so somebody has screwed up why is it scorched earth right why is scorched earth the only answer exactly why is it that you not only have to be destroyed via online persona but now we're going to take everything from you we're going to take your job and we're going to take you know your friends and it is a scarlet letter type issue you are going to be ousted absolutely you have no ability to speak for yourself because when you do you are going to be roasted for attempting to speak for yourself people are allowed to be stupid i'm sorry you gotta you gotta give them there just because people they're make in mistakes. the spotlight they are not a genius they are not a Be genius kind. they have flaws again we are not saying that if they do if they sexually assault no yeah right they, you know roofies yeah um power plays for jobs sexual harassment and the, all of these are bad and need to be reported yes you know to authorities and honestly um no more light touch sentencing remember the gal who was part of that college entry scam for her kid yeah, paid, Lori Metcalf yeah, on she Full paid House. off a lot of money did everybody get the same sentence no no I don't think so I don't think so so the, con- the so growing let's not treat them with kid gloves in regard to breaking the law right actual law breaking. yes Versus saying something stupid. Mm-hmm. So there is a growing consensus in summation. There's in a growing summary? consensus that cancel culture is toxic when used incorrectly. 
And I'm reading an article here from okay. um, Advent Youth. If the end goal is to ruin someone's life. Which because, I think it is. Because they don't agree with your morals. Which I think is wrong. Then there is an issue. Yes, I do believe there's an issue. We do not help make society better when we don't allow the space to make mistakes mm-hmm. and ultimately grow and learn from them. We need to stick together and not tear each other apart. Mm-hmm. And that is what we are missing, I feel. Anything else to add to that? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I think I covered everybody I wanted to talk about. I'm a very forgiving person. I will take loads of people with a grain of salt. I can absolutely appreciate the art and not the artist. And I do 100% believe that the most direct way to change is your dollar bill. Honestly, Um, instead of making a giant ruckus over something a company does, don't give them your money. If enough people follow suit, they'll stop. That's me. Um, No. Cancel culture does not actually encourage people to come forward no. because they see this shit roll downhill. So I mentioned an article um, earlier um, that there's a professor at a particular university who has like a council culture class and is teaching about this. So she says she's challenging the call out culture. You can understand how calling out is toxic. It, it alienates people and makes them fearful of speaking up. Yeah. Yeah, because it just, yeah, for many, many reasons. So, again, before you decide to add your little comment to the the tweet or the Facebook chain of shit that's ganging up on someone for shit that you probably don't even really know the whole story about, remember, one one point out, three fingers back at you. Right. Um, Don't throw stones you all have glass houses that's what i think and if you have a weird kink like spanking your monkey in front of people and you specifically ask feel free to ask me i'm a very open person there will be an exchange though you will get the joy of touching yourself in front of someone i will get a shiny new pair of shoes I'm fine with that. It's not quite prostitution, but I don't have a problem with that either. Everybody's happy in the end. All right. On that note, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, mainly about Rochelle, I'll understand. You can send those to feedback at galpodcast.com. That's feedback at galpodcast.com. And we'll talk at you next time. We'll try not to be so serious. I know. The next one will be fun. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Definitely for me. 